Um, it's, it's very. This is this is getting very very choppy for me already. I just all I heard was welcome to Split Podcast. Alan, Alan, I'm like, what, what? Hello and welcome to the Split Screen Podcast, Episode Two, Take Two, and a bit. As you may be able to tell from the introduction, we had a bit of trouble recording the podcast over Skype this week. Essentially, everything I recorded exploded into 400 audio jigsaw pieces. I've spent the past couple nights uh, piecing it all back together. But uh, unfortunately, we lost the introduction, so you'll never know that you can now subscribe to the podcast through iTunes. Uh, you can also do that through Zoom once I figure out how to submit it to the Zoom marketplace. Because their website isn't very clear. So if you have it on Zoom, just hold on, it'll be coming soon enough. Sadly as well, we've had to drop our little chat about the Sony NGP which is uh, Sony's new handheld console. Essentially, they're doing the same thing as always, where they're cramming lots of graphics down onto tiny little screen. But we concluded that that's not really the type of uh, gaming experience we want when we're on the go. We prefer things like Doodle Jump and Words with Friends. Simple games. But anyway, let's rejoin the show from where we managed to save it and uh, watch as I do this with a little bit of uh, radio magic. <clears throat> but Alan, surely no one would want to play a game like Assassin's Creed on a tiny handheld screen. Exactly, and I have just finished Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is good because I, I finally broke 30,000 gamer score points, so my, my, my e-penis extends even further. Yes, thank you thank you very much. Um, the reason it's bad is because I now have to write a review of it along with Assassin's Creed 2, and I haven't quite figured that out yet. Um, so I've, I've now moved on to, um, I don't know, some of the, the, the post-Christmas deluge. So I have uh, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, that I got for my birthday last year, um, which, uh, to sum up in one word, it's a bland witch. A bland witch? It is a, a very bland game sandwich oh. with very little filling. So it's, what, bland content but perfectly serviceable bread? So... Yes, it is just... It's just a game, and considering it, considering I, I've taken it upon myself as a, as a job to describe games, and I'm finding it very difficult to come up with the usual, <laughs> you know, silly similes and metaphors. Uh, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it, it's very, very average, and hopefully it'll get a bit better. But right now, it's not looking too hopeful. It's already, it's, it, it's, it, it's never had a full heartbeat. It's always been in a very sluggish pulse. Well, I finally beat uh, Dead Space the other night, and the last three chapters of the game suddenly got a hell of a lot more interesting than the first eight. As we said last week, it kind of hit the uh, boring side of repetition, but it was nice to finish it. I got that satisfaction. Kind of like when you finish a, a good book, except, you know, you don't get achievements. But I got <laughs> achievements here. Got a load that I wasn't even going for, which is even better. So I think my total is up to 17,000 now. So I'm half half your score. But I'm getting there, catching up slowly. I, I have a confession to make, and that, that's it. That every, time, every time I see you've been playing a game and I already have, what I like to do is go on to True Achievements and see if you've got any that I haven't got. And I think, I could get that. I could, I could get that. So that's probably why I, I am mathematically superior, because I am socially inferior. So <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> well, you know, we each have our different skills. I'm now uh, sort of superior at becoming famous on the internet. That's always good. Yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't win. It's not. It's not like an. It's not like an equal partnership. This website. It's just a set of scales. They continually tip in either of our directions. So, uh, because you're because you're basking in the internet limelight after your after your Minecraft infographic, I've become a hermit and I live. I live in the Allen Cave <laughs> and just write these write these really really niche articles now. <laughs> but now the uh, yeah the Team Fortress Two versus Minecraft infographic. I think it's fair to say our biggest and best article on the site so far. Would you agree, Alan? Best best article on the site. 
begrudgingly, it is the biggest <laughs> and the best. Only only time will tell. That's all I'd say. Mm. I woke woke up on Sunday morning um, last week to an email from our web hosting company saying that our website was under a denial of service attack and it temporarily disabled it. I mean, maybe maybe what happened was the the article that I wrote about how much I hated 4chan got published or something and they they attacked us, but yeah, there was was no attack. It was just that people had actually visited the website for once. So uh, clearly they had very very low expectations of us. And whatever their algorithms to uh, calculate how popular... Or how unpopular we are were fairly accurate before because then it was dwindling. A couple hundred art views, we were uh, ecstatic, and then I think we crashed over fifty thousand. And it, it's it's broken the internal competition we have because the the previous article I got in Kotaki was great, and I'd I'd got one up on you then. Yeah, yeah. And that was like ten times anyone would get, but <laughs> now you've got like nearly nearly sixty thousand views, and it's. Uh, I feel like I'm standing at the foot of a mountain, and it's going to take us Herculean task to, 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 to beat you. But oh well, oh, that's part of the challenge. Indeed, your move, your move, <laughs> Williamson. But, uh, it's, it's, nah, but it was, it's on. It's on now. It's on. But you can you can see the graph on the site and uh, many other places. But the, the kind of the only point I had, I think it was fairly well received. People didn't like the fact that I compared to two completely different games, but that's their deal. The only point I was trying to make was just how much Team Fortress Two has changed since it was first released. I mean, this was a game which is very clear-cut, nine classes, three weapons each, and now it's full of this hats. It's full of hats and making hats and I, buying hats. I didn't hats. even know there were hats until I'd, I'd, I'd actually you know, seen that infographic, so in that way it certainly informed me. So out of the, out of the 60,000 people that viewed it, at least one of them learned something, so that's good. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's changed, you know, it's changed a lot, and... The crafting meant something else when it was first introduced. Now, it, it looks like it's so intensive that it, it just drives you to buy whatever it is you're trying to make from the internal store. There's a store in this game called the Manco Store. It's full of funny comics and funny slogans and complete and utter rip-offs. I mean, we're just browsing it before the podcast. <laughs> and there's something called a Bargaining Man's Bundle of Bargains. And it's a collection of weapons and hats that the uh, people in the community have made and now are in the game. And it comes in at £39. The, la- the last time I played Team Fortress 2, they gave you the weapons as part of the game. That was something that uh, that was something to be assumed. That, you know, they wouldn't throw you in with a handful of dirt and, a, you know, a couple of nails that you find on the ground. If you would actually get a shotgun or a rocket launcher, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to actually spend more money to, to get the weapons. No. I mean, you, the, one you, the one you pointed out to me was that you could buy five hats for, for twenty four ninety nine, And, you know, you could, you could buy five real hats for that price. At least they would you pyre up your head with... Warmth, <laughs> but it's uh, we we looked at the prices on on Steam and the orange box, um, which if anyone doesn't know, and I'm sure somebody doesn't, um, the orange box uh, comprises Half Life Two, both the the Half Life Two episodes, and you also get Team Fortress Two and Portal. So that's that's seventeen pounds, or you can buy Team Fortress Two on its own, and that's fourteen pounds. So yeah, so, <laughs> so while the orange box has four extra games. It only costs three more pounds than the base version. I mean, none of their prices make sense across the board. I mean, and they're known to, you know, just give away some of these games for free. So it's strange. I mean, they they kind of whore out Team Fortress too. Like they know it's their most good-looking daughter, and they're like, you know, 
you, you should you should buy this other game and, and we'll give you hats. I mean, that's that's what they did. Again, it's all about these hats. If you pre-order Worms, you'll get some hats for the game. If you buy Killing Floor, you'll get the Pyro hat. And if you buy Monday Night Combat, you'll get items in both games. It's just so bizarre. I was going to say, it's like, yeah, well, you know, you, you know you want the attractive daughter, but uh, here here's her ugly sister. That might get you closer to going out with the attractive one. Like, oh, brilliant, yeah. Oh, Worms? New hats, brilliant, yeah. That's oh, not not so bad after all. Great great personality this one. <laughs> <laughs> so you can buy these games on Steam, but uh I'm guessing people out there again probably don't know what the hell Steam is and it's not the gaseous liquid. So Steam oh, Alan. Physics joke. Physics joke. Physics joke, yeah. Um uh, I'll, I'll let you get away with one yeah. uh, so Steam was launched with Half-Life 2 in 2004 and I guess it marks the beginning of the digital distribution era because Steam was sort of the genesis for Xbox Live well not Xbox Live but the Xbox Live marketplace certainly and WiiWare DSiWare PlayStation Network etc etc and it was a really awful piece of software it was really odious it was genuinely hated by everyone that played Half-Life 2 because of these really pointless restrictions and when you could play crashed all the time Time, it was really incompatible. I mean, you'd, you'd swear that this actually had malicious intentions, like like Shudan from System Shock. Uh, but luckily, Half Life Two was just the best computer game ever made, and so that was okay. It was it was worth putting up with Steam. Um, but you know, whenever whenever five million people were testing a new service on day one, there are always going to be problems. Yeah. So Steam is pretty much the easiest way to buy and download games uh, on the PC. You they'll update automatically. You get all this great protection from cheaters they have a valve anti-cheat so if someone is caught cheating in a game essentially they're blocked out of their steam account which means all of the games that they've bought they can no longer play so it's a great incentive it's a great way of policing the community with that whoa 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 they can't they can't play them offline uh no if you get banned from steam you get locked out of your account you need to register a new steam account which means a new credit card which means buying all the games again i didn't know that yeah so that's why it's a big deal like if you get caught by the uh get caught cheating by Valve so it's a it's a good way of clamping down um, it's a good thing I'm honest in, yeah <laughs> it's a good thing I never got caught when I downloaded all my hats but um, <laughs> but now it's it's uh, it also gives protection to the developers because their games can't be pirated on Steam it's a closed system and it's really good because it's a lot of sales are there and their sales are ridiculous they'll sell games for 75% of the actual well, price wasn't there a problem with uh, Modern Warfare 2 when it launched on Steam and a lot of people got accused of cheating in it and got banned from their Steam accounts um, and Valve had to do this whole big climb down and give them lots of free games or did I just make that up? No, no, that's completely right that did happen, They've their, oh, their systems incorrectly tagged people before but they seem to be decent enough about uh, well that's the thing, whenever Valve wrong you, they will give you a free game um, because they know that f- you know that, that how do you placate an angry gaming nerd? You make him play a game, so. Well, I guess I guess that's true. Just stick, just stick the stick the gaming dummy back into his mouth. <laughs> it's interesting because Valve, we keep mentioning them, their company. They make games. They're a developer, but now with Steam, they're also a publisher. So they've got this sort of conflict of interest, and they probably share information internally, but. It's so strange to see what they did recently. They introduced this promotion called the Great Steam Treasure Hunt. And they've done similar things like this oh, in the yes. past. But this was like this was them really like hitting home with some new some new age psychology on how to sell games. Well this is this is where they turned buying games into a game. Um, <laughs> the object was to buy all the games. 
and so whoever whoever bought the most games would win even more games. So oh, it, it should uh, you should probably point out that they couldn't actually sell these games to recoup their losses. So it was like you're kind of like gambling with games, weren't you? It kind of was. I mean, the way the great Steam treasure hunt worked was that you had ten achievements to complete. And if you completed these achievements, you would get a raffle ticket and you'd be entered into a great sweepstakes. And the grand prize was that you would win 100 games. And 100 games, <laughs> it's a bit... 100 is a big number. <laughs> it's a bit like winning a, a massive pile of burgers for winning a burger eating contest. That is, that's a lot of games. I mean, I, I think I own about maybe three, 300, 350 games and I, you know, I never sell them. So you can, you can own a quarter of my life's entire collection in an instant I mean that's that's bananas but I mean whenever you put it into context it does make my life seem a lot less significant uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to like start becoming really good at squash <laughs> <laughs> or you could or you could learn to play the guitar Alan I mean you know I, I could I could unfortunately um, whenever I did my iPhone article uh you put up yesterday. It has my New Year's resolutions in it, so I'm going to get hundreds of people going. When are you going to learn the guitar, Alan? When are you going to play the guitar? I'm like, uh, uh they, just because just because I made them in the New Year doesn't mean I have to start them all the New Year. Yeah. Well, I like I don't I don't know how many games I've had. Maybe fifty or a hundred. I mean, I don't feel like I play that many. I certainly don't write about them that often. That's for damn sure. That's but, um, that's nothing. You could win that in a Steam sale. <laughs> but these Steam sales that come out they tend to be such huge reductions on like the initial price that you just buy things and you go like oh I, re- I remember the demo from that game and so like it makes me feel like you know I'm the fat guy who hates McDonald's because you know Whoppers are so goddamn <laughs> cheap whatever one is from that <laughs> well I Whenever I was thinking about it, it's like whenever you, you buy a you go to a sale in a clothes shop and you buy a new jumper and you think, Oh, that's a really good deal, that's a nice jumper, you know, that's a that's a bargain. But you've already got loads of jumpers. So whether whether it's good value or not's irrelevant because you're never going to wear it. It's like all these games I have and just <laughs> sit in the cupboard getting all moth eaten. I mean, at this point I feel like the only way I'm gonna complete all the games I own is to get some magic watch that freezes time. And I mean even then, if I did have a magic watch that froze time, I probably wouldn't want to spend that frozen time playing games. But now, yeah, I mean, I've bought a f- quite a few games. Like recently, I went on a sort of Christmas splurge, and I just look at them now. It's this daunting digital stack of a digital to-do list that I'm gonna have to work through. And it's like, oh man, what have yeah. I, what have I done for myself? <laughs> because you know, I can't, you know, I can't not play Stalker now that I've bought it for only four ninety nine, which is a damn steal. Um, yes, I also <laughs> bought Stalker in the in the in the Steam sale, and and uh, I played about five minutes of it. Yeah, I, I downloaded it, installed it. Well, we don't install it. Just downloaded it and uh, started playing. And I was like, "Cool." Anyway, back back to Team Fortress Two and some hats. The you know back on like the the treasure hunt, they had this list of ten achievements. Now the first few achievements were all about basically giving them sort of more information so that they could sell you more stuff. So simple things yeah. like, oh, add 10 more friends. They've introduced a wish list, which if you've used Amazon, you know, you basically say like, you know, I want to buy this sometime and then I can share my wish list with Alan and he'll go, oh, you know what? Craig clearly wants to buy Stalker Clear Sky, even though he hasn't played the original Stalker yet. You know, I'll buy that for him. And you know, I that... Bet, I, I bet there was one guy who was like looking at the Steam Treasure and he's like, I'm going to win this. And he had made a wish list of 100 games and he knew he was going to win. And then he got the day one, add 10 friends. Oh, come on! No! No! Where am I going to get 10 friends? And that was I, it. That was him, out. I'm, I'm sure if we looked in it on the Valve forums that we'd find like lists where it's like, come on, just add me as a friend. I swear to God, it's like like Match dot com, but like not even like the fake promise of sex. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need more games. 
non-smoker. The faint, the faint promise that somebody might gift you a copy of Civilization Five. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of these achievements, they actually involved again buying more games. So, you know, buy Stalker and play up to the third level until you unlock this achievement, and then you know you can go back to not, you know, not playing yeah. the game because you probably yeah. if you didn't have it at that point, you probably weren't that interested in it. Well, that's it. You can go on to you can go on to the next game you're not going to play. Yeah. Buy that, and then and then not play that as well. But at least you've got a nice list of words that that's that could true. correspond to games that you might possibly play. <laughs> but again, you know, if you participated in this in any way, you got a Team Fortress Two hat, and it always well, comes obviously, back it had, to hats. had to come back to the hats, didn't it? Yeah. So Valve, like. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's their game plan or their marketing plan, like they stood up at the beginning of 2010, like this is this is our you know this is our corporate strategy for the coming years, it's to turn all of our games into shopping experiences and turn our shop into a gaming experience. I mean, I remember whenever you collected coins in the game, and that was that was the aim of the game. That was a reward in itself. You know, Mario got his hundred coins and he got a life, and Sonic collected rings, and then you got you know more obscure gemstones and things. And maybe you got a, a score or something like that. Um, but maybe maybe nowadays the the, the Sony NGP. Uh, should have a slot you can ram coins in, <laughs> and then you, whenever you're playing Call of Duty, you know if you if you run out of ammunition, you get a dollar sign flash up. You have to quickly insert coins before you get gunned down. <laughs> well, there's actually in uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, there's uh, currency in the game uh, where you oh, can buy God. new weapons and new stuff. So like it's not it's as we've seen with The Sims, it's not that hard to put a conversion to real pounds at the end of the day. I think that, I think that sounds like the apocalypse, to be honest playing games for virtual currencies which you then use to buy more imaginary things I think this That's is big. Like, I remember Sims dollars because they tried to get they really tried to get you into that and then because Sims 2 you could get loads of free content off the website um, yeah. and you could get you get all the furniture you wanted and now you can't now you have to buy hairstyles have you, have you ever bought anything uh, on a game like or, with real that's, that's amounted in real money you know, like something frivolous. I mean, because I, I bought, I like, like I'm not immune to this. I mean, I bought a fake monkey for my Xbox avatar oh, and the boxing yeah, gloves because yeah. it looks funny to have boxing gloves, a monkey, and a pumpkin head. I bought a Sega T-shirt for eighty points, and I think oh. that was it. You, so you just bought a, a T-shirt that says you've got Sega T-shirts in real life. Well, that, that's why it's, my avatar has to be a realistic representation. Uh, you see, for me, it's, it's, so, so for me, it's wish fulfillment. Then, like I, I long for that monkey in the boxing glove. My avatar is the guy that I, I always want to be. He's he's very optimistic, and he's got a chocobo chick as a pet. That's kind of yeah. where I, it's kind of where I see myself in ten years, you know. And my Xbox avatar has more than ten friends. So someday, someday. I think that I think the worst are the the Street Fighter Four costumes and things like that. It's like. I bought uh, one of those. That's that's what that's how I got oh the gloves. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Duncan or whatever his name is, the boxer. <laughs> oh, Dudley. Dudley. Uh, that's it. I have Dudley's well, gloves. I am glad that this podcast is not scripted because otherwise, uh, well, you, you still have the ability to shock me. So I can't believe you bought a Street Fighter Four costume. <laughs> that's that's pretty low. And on that every, bombshell, every every palm every podcast, every palmcast, every podcast we do uh, gets us gets us closer to, to becoming enemies. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's about uh, all we've got time for this week. Uh, so next week we'll be covering. Um, uh, I, I don't know what we'll be covering, um, but if you do have any suggestions and things you'd like us to cover, um, you can send us an email. That'll be nice. Send Shoot. it to mailbag at split hyphen screen dot net. That's right. Um, or, of course, uh, <laughs> well, it's not wrong. Um, no. Or you could uh, send us a message on Twitter, or you could 
try and add us as a friend on Facebook. That probably won't go very well. Um, no, so that yeah. won't work. You won't find me. I'm on a different name on Facebook. So. Yeah. You'll find me. I just I just won't respond. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, hit us up on Xbox Live or Twitter or email us, and we'll be more than happy to hear your comments. Uh, so until next time, see you soon. Bye. Or hear you soon, maybe. Maybe hear you soon. Hear you soon. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I guess it's not see. They'll hear us soon. <laughs> so keep listening. Listen out in the night. You'll hear a call and you'll know.